Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. What's up, San Diego? We jump right into it on this Thursday afternoon. Welcome into Gwen and Chris, Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Zello, Matt Scraby, the band, back together. Let's get this out the way. We are going to do our darndest to keep you guys entertained over the next four hours because the sports gods have given us nothing. <laughs> Yesterday, you know, it had, how it worked, usually Gwen and Chris, we go through our show, we hang up with the mics go off at about five fifty six. You start listening to the next show, and without fail, on most nights, news breaks. Yesterday, that was not the case. Yesterday, everything seemed to break right before or during our show. We were surprisingly able to get the Nelson Cruz signing in. We were able to get the Craig Stammen signing in. So it really leaves nothing for us to talk about today. <laughs> uh, but, gentlemen, good to have you back. How are you guys today? Don't interrupt me. Uh, NFL Network is uh, currently playing the uh, high watermark uh, for me of the 2022 NFL season. They're playing a replay of the Week Three Miami victory over Buffalo. I hope that the, I hope that the Dolphins are watching this so that they can remember how it felt to beat the Buffalo Bills. I don't think they're going to have much of that feeling on Sunday in the you playoffs. You mean Skylar Thompson doesn't solicit like the most confidence? Confidence. Ever? I told Scraby, I think the Dolphins, honestly, to have a chance in the game on on Sunday, should go out, should play the Wildcat. <laughs> you know what's funny? I really do. I, I only caught you saying Wildcat, and I didn't really have a reference, and you know we were kind of on They've our way this way. They've got nothing to lose. They've got absolutely nothing to lose. <laughs> they have no quarterback at all. I don't know if Raheem Mostert can even play because he's got a broken thumb. I don't know if Jeff Wilson can throw a pass, but... You know, you, if you're Miami, you can't play this game straight up against Buffalo on Sunday and expect a chance to win. So, I, you know, why not? Roll the dice, do something crazy. Wildcat offense, maybe it catches Buffalo by surprise. Might keep you in the game for a couple of, you know, a quarter and a half. But, you know, to be that that's the only thing that it would be remotely interesting if they tried something like that. But uh, this is – it's playing out in my mind. And, and, and it's not just my mind, Tony. It's everybody's mind. I mean, have you read anything from anybody anywhere that says Miami has a puncher's chance? No. Me neither. No. I mean, I haven't. And, the, uh, you know, that little thing they put across the bottom of the screen on ESPN with the odds, and then it has the uh, football percentage index, your chance to win. Buffalo's chance to win this game is 96%. I don't think I've seen that for any regular season game. Beforehand. I mean, before a game, because I do, to have a ninety-six percent chance to win—that's 
I mean, that's almost Miami almost ought to not even fly up there. Is that the win probability thing? Win probability I, thing, Who yeah. was it this year that had like a 99% win probability and then lost? And it, I mean, it went from, it was like a matter of like a minute. It went well, that's from, in the course during the course a game. Of game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. During yeah. a game, you can get that up to 99% if you have a big lead and you let it get away. But before a game starts to have a 96% chance of winning and, you know, so, I mean, it's going to be, I, I really think Mike McDaniel ought to come up with something kind of crazy and off the wall to give his team, you know, maybe kind of rally his team around something fun and, and go up there and, and see if they can't, you know, shock them a little bit. But uh, anyway, I'm enjoying the week three replay because I know that Miami wins that game over Buffalo and uh, had a good time in Fresno yesterday. Not really. What am I kidding? <laughs> do you have a good time? It was time in Fresno. <laughs> what was I going to do yesterday? I mean, I sat around all day and uh, and then uh, broadcast the women's game last night, and they pulled. They off got a, a victory. Nice, nice road victory for uh, for the kids there. So uh, that was good. You know, it was uh, it, it was a winning trip, and uh, it's good to be back here on Thursday. But I was also very concerned about Scraby's golf game yesterday. Concerned. It was a big day for him to go out to Torrey Pines and. Uh, and get to play the uh, the pros course, and uh, he was tweeting out, you know, little little pictures of his well, afternoon. Yeah, mm-hmm. you were live mm-hmm. tweeting. No, no, no. Uh, you were how just, did you? Uh, you how'd just you giving do? us a little little d- taste of it as you were going through it. Yeah, I, I I'm not much of a picture taking person while I'm playing golf. You're not nor, a selfie guy. No, I'm not a selfie guy. I'm not also a video guy on the golf course. Like you won't see a TikTok from me on the golf course. But do you own TikTok? I I have one for the Two Pros and a Joe <laughs> podcast, but I do not have one for myself. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yesterday was really fun. I got to play with some of the guys from KUSI, which they were great. And we teed off at 940. It did take five hours and uh, 20-something minutes because it was slow out there. Because the course, I believe, usually for the pros, it's like around 7,700 yards well, yesterday I'm pretty sure that we played a fifteen thousand yard golf course because it was the longest golf course. I've that's because it was so soft, life. huh? And, yeah, there was no roll to the bar first or to to the ball first tee. I hit one right down the middle, and it only went two hundred and forty two yards, and I had a hundred ninety something left because it just plugged in the middle of the fairway, and then. I haven't told you guys this, but I was battling something horrible yesterday, a potential injury. I stepped out of the cart on hole number one into the rough, didn't realize that the rough was a river, and pretty much played with trench foot the entire day because hole number one, literally, the first or the second shot of the day, I stepped in a puddle and my shoes were wet the entire day. Chris, it was probably a good thing he was in a group with people he didn't know, so it made him less likely... To complain about his wet foot all all for the rest of the seventeen holes that he had or whatever. It uh, happened. It was, yeah, yeah, exactly. You're probably right. I would have been complaining about it the whole compl- time. <laughs> but then, it, then it made me feel better. Instead, you decided to put us through the complaining yeah. today. I he felt a little he bit, it. I felt a little bit better when we came up to one of the tees and one of the guys goes, "Is anyone else's shoes just soaking wet because you stepped in a puddle?" I'm like, "Yeah, me." But this, I don't know if know if you noticed it has rained for the last week or so. Yes. Did you not get that in your I did, pre, uh, but around scouting report? What I'm telling you is that the rough is so deep you can't see what's under it. It I hit a ball yesterday mm-hmm. that went about 15 yards ahead of me because I could not get it out of the rough. Like I felt like I was going to break my wrists. And I like I said hit it 15 yards, couldn't find it. Could not find the ball 15 yards in front of me. I know where it dropped. 
I went through it with my golf club. This rough is some of the thickest stuff I've Did ever seen. Did you look seen. for it the way my wife looks for things? Which is what just is kind that? of a cursory glance, and then, honey, <laughs> can you help me find X and X and X? Oh, that that's happens she, to you, too? Yeah, that's what she does. Oh, my Lord. She, she, she tells me she can't find something. I go in, I lift up one piece of paper. Bam, right there. And it's right there. Yeah. I'm like, uh, really, no. you didn't even lift a piece of paper to look for it? I just now, when I hear that, I already assume that it's probably somewhere where it's pretty easy to find. Yeah, and, it's not lost. No, it's, it's right gonna there. It's going to be easy to find. It's going to be right there. You, you just know, gotta, growing up, my mom used to get really mad at me because I would sit in front of the, the refrigerator with the doors open, and I would be like, Mom, where's the mustard? She'll be like, right. you got to actually look. It's not going to just jump out at yeah. you. My mom, right. my mom would tell me if it was a snake, it would have bit you in the side of the face. <laughs> that's pretty well, good. That's pretty fair. Good. Um, that's fair. Anyway, I shot 95. 95 well, well, the real good. question is, considering you competed against, I mean, it's not another radio station, but technically against another media outlet. That media outlet, were you the best golfer in the group? I don't want to toot my own horn, <laughs> but I was uh, hitting some good shots yesterday. That didn't hitting answer my good. question. I said, were you the best golfer in the group? I feel comfortable enough to say <laughs> yes, because we talked about this yesterday. I don't mind when, when uh, golfers that are new or golfers that aren't very good, I don't mind when they play, as long as you can keep up. Like you can't just, And they kept up, it And they kept like. up. Yeah, everything was fine. Everything was a good day. I was very nervous about that's playing a, with a That's the best people. you can say is that they kept up. Well, that's that makes you that makes you the best golfer then on that, in that group. Yeah, it did feel good. I did feel good. <laughs> I told Chris I, I had What does it mean that they kept up? I don't understand. Uh, they if they were if they hit the ball they 10 yards in their front ball of them up and carried it up to the green with them so that they could keep up with you? No, they could keep up with the pace. We were we were behind pace quite a bit in, in this round. How long did you guys 18 holes take? The five hours and 20 oh, minutes. Wow. So you guys are definitely. There's no way I would have yeah. made it. I would have walked <laughs> off the course after 12 holes. Five hours and 12 minutes. I don't minutes. care if it's Tory Pines. I don't Did y'all eat a... in there? Was there no. like a break where you guys no. like stopped half through after the first night? No, but one of the KUSI guys was over it because he had probably taken 200 shots. And so he <laughs> said, I'm going taste of Tory. And he went and, and sampled all the food that's going to be him. at the tournament. That's what he should have done. <laughs> I, I would have walked off. Even Augusta. Uh, I don't think I could hours. handle five hours and twenty minutes. It was that, long. That's just way too long. And, and the money. only reason it was long is because did you you guys walk the course? No, no, no. Oh, we had carts, okay. cart, cart path only. So I got twenty thousand steps in yesterday. That was a lot. But um, I, I think the only reason it took so long was just because they had a bunch of hackers out there, and no one could keep up because the course was eating us all alive. It was yeah, still well, fun. Well, the course is better than you than you are. I mean, uh, let's just be yeah. honest about it. Yeah. Right? The course is better than a lot of people are. Yeah, are, right. Uh, here's I mean, my... even the pros are going to And they move the tees up for us, too. Like, I, I, I have no problems playing the white tees because it's much more fun to hit a ball in the fairway rather than hit a ball in the fairway and then have 400 yards left on <laughs> so the par four. <laughs> but, yeah, it, here's, it, it was here, nice. Here's my next question. Yeah. Are you sore? I am sore. Yeah. <laughs> I am sore. My back hurts. I'm getting old, guys. What, what makes explain what makes Tory, you know, uh, different in terms of the walking and and well, compared to the other courses. Well, number one, length. You're walking a lot, and you're walking through thick grass, and so you're you're having to pick your feet up like you're in sand, kind of Gra thick grass slash rivers, thick <laughs> gr grass slash rivers, and you're just battling all of the golf course all the time. The fairways were narrow, the rough was big. 
Actually, on hole number 15 now, they have this... Um, there was a tree that was there for a long time, and it fell maybe <laughs> a tree five years a... ago. No, it was a famous tree. Okay. It was a famous tree. It made All the right. hole dip more difficult. But there's another tree there now, and I, I don't know if they moved the tees over or anything, but that stupid tree is in my way now, too. So I Wait, hit the, it right. a tree didn't grow in five years. Was no, it, I don't it, know that, where it came from. How did that happen? I've never noticed it. I don't know if they moved the tees over. I don't know what happened, but... Now there's a new tree in your way. There's a tree in the middle of the fairway. Huh. And Interesting. I don't know what's going on with it. Well, I hit into it. I, for one, was happy you got a chance to do something like Thank that. You. You, you usually, as we talked about before you guys uh, were out yesterday, you usually have to cut that day short. But you also are less sore. So, I mean, it was a trade-off. Now <laughs> that is you finish true. the 18, you're more sore, <laughs> and now you got to get through the show. Played all five hours. You're <laughs> yeah. feeling the effects yeah. of that. Uh, the pros are going to be here in two weeks. Although uh, we talked a little bit about it yesterday. We'll, we'll get uh, specifically Chris's um, – what his thoughts are on, on Nelson Cruz, uh, Craig Stammon coming back. Trevor Bauer is officially a free agent. Will anybody uh, bring him on? Yes. Ooh, ooh, there's, there's, a, there's a little bit discussed. Uh, NFL, Lamar Jackson does misses practice once again. Uh, we already know Tua's out, so we'll get a chance to hear from Chris on his squad not being at full strength. As he mentioned, no one in on the planet Earth is giving the Dolphins much of a chance to win this game. So uh, we got a little bit ahead for you guys. Four hours. The gang is back together. More Gwen and Chris on the way. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Priscilla, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby, together again in our Odyssey Palace Studios right here in San Diego, California, home of the San Diego Padres, and they're a newly signed a slugger or a former slugger, depending on uh, whether you like this move or not. Nelson Cruz inked yesterday one-year contract, $1 million for Nelson Cruz, uh, probably based on some of the numbers he put up last year. That sounds okay, but... A couple of years ago, Tony, this guy hit 32 home runs. Yeah. Uh, he hit 10 last year. 
I got to believe that you know he lands somewhere in the middle of that, like in the in the low to mid twenties. It's worth a million dollars. Then. Padres going to be pretty pleased yeah. with Nelson Cruz. Um, you know, it, to a certain extent, I feel like they're trying to catch a little lightning in the bottle, a la Albert Pujols, and 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 catch a twenty twenty two Albert Pujols season uh, at the age of forty two from Nelson Cruz. But you know, he still can hit left handed pitching. And that's what they said about Pujols, and the Cardinals turned out to be correct. They got a great season, and by the end, Pujols was playing against both sides. So uh, you got a nice little platoon there with Carpenter and Cruz as DHs. And um, for a million bucks, I don't see any reason not to take a shot at this tra- at yeah. this move, even if it – I mean, look, I, I don't like even throw this out there in the universe, but if we get to the end of May and Nelson Cruz isn't working out and they have to release Nelson Cruz, what did it cost them? So, you know, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, I think that uh, he'll contribute to this ball club. So I, I think it's a solid move. Um, I, I, I still think, you know, another starting pitcher is something that would be really, really nice to get. And there's still some names out there, even though Cueto's off the market and some of these other guys keep falling by the wayside. There are still some some guys you could get. And, uh, you know, I think it would behoove the, the Padres to look into that. And I probably think they are. So yeah, um, it's certainly in terms of the pitching. You know, names are still coming off the board. We saw Cueto come off. Uh, we've seen some of the, um, I guess, not as high on the rankings in terms of free yeah. a- in terms of free agents. But uh, I think as as Sam put yesterday, uh, the Nelson Cruz is is a low risk, possible high reward type situation and. Not to mention what it, the type of in, you're adding an individual that only enhances your clubhouse. I mean, you know, Nelson is a is a professional, good dude, good clubhouse guy, and at the very least, um, you're going to get that from him from that element. And, and I think I think we over over the last couple of years, you realize how important it is for your clubhouse to have some guys that um, are high character guys. Yeah, that that matters, uh, especially when you've got talent already. Right. You know, this is this mean, isn't a team lacking of talent. Yeah. So. If you don't have any talent, then I think you have to take talent over character. Correct. But if you've already got talent, then uh, character means a great deal. Uh, number one. Number two. You know, I'm looking at this article on ESPN.com right now, and it talks about the winners and losers and free agency this off season. And guess what? The two teams are on the winners: the New York Mets and the San Diego Padres. You know, a lot of people are being critical of this Nelson Cruz move. They're saying, well, the Padres need other things, and they're just wasting their time. It was a million dollars. It's not like they spent a ton of money on it. Exactly, number one. Number two, don't rate the Padres offseason only on the signing of Nelson Cruz. I mean, you've got Xander Bogarts, and don't rate it just on that. They also brought back Robert Suarez and Nick Martinez. Uh, They also picked up Seth Lugo. They lost some people, of course. I mean, every team does. But, you know, Suarez and Martinez were good free agent signings. People are not giving the Padres credit for them because those guys were already on the team last year. Right. So people are thinking that's not really an addition. It, 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 you it could really have lost them, though. It really is because right. they could have lost both guys. and that, that So those were huge signings. And Xander Bogarts was obviously a huge signing. I mean, it gives you another potential superstar on a team that already has three superstars. And I'll just read you this one line by Kylie McDaniel in this article, and it says, on paper, 
The Mets, Padres, and Braves are the class of the National League. Let me just read that again <laughs> to, to just so you understand and think for a second what is missing from this sentence. The Mets, the Padres, and the Braves the are the class of the National League. The Dodgers and the you Yankees. <laughs> the Dodgers aren't mentioned. Right. It says the Dodgers are lingering behind at the moment due to a low-key winter. I, I don't know that you can ask for a whole lot more than that out of a uh, you know supposed smaller market baseball franchise to be linked with the Mets and Braves as the class of the National League, and on paper to be rated ahead of the bo- the, the the Dodgers. So I think it's been a great off season. I have no problem with Nelson Cruz. Yeah, listen, when you, you have to look at it in terms of the lineup that was thrown out there at the end of la- at with the la- Padres last game. Of those guys that were in there, in that lineup, or contributed in that last series, Josh Bell, Brandon Drury, Jerickson Profar are what you lost. Uh, you gained um, Matt Carpenter. Uh, you gained Nelson Cruz. You gained Xander Bogarts. You gained Seth Lugo. You re-signed Nick Martinez. You re-signed Robert Suarez. You re-signed Stammen. Um I would say the losses that the Padres had off of that last series roster, really, um, I would say that there's a there's a gain there. Now I would think so. Now that doesn't mean that there you you can't shore up some other spots. But again, I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. In a perfect world, yes, you'd be able to have the perfect roster with no holes, with no with <laughs> with depth at every single position you yes. can think. Who's going to back up at third base? <laughs> right. Who cares? <laughs> We've got a pretty good third baseman who doesn't necessarily need a backup. Right. So, uh, you know, I think if you were saying that the Padres had a a bad off season, media, you're not paying you're not paying any attention to where this team was at when they when they ended the last season, and where they are right now, even before. Uh, we even about a month, a little bit more than a month out, a month and four days out before pitchers and catchers report. Um, they're in, they're in if, probably, if not the same, if not better position than they were. I would just say that if you, get, if you can add me another potential number five starter to compete in that no spot. No doubt. Uh, I'd be, you know, just uh, tremendously pleased with everything from this from this off season, I, I, you know, I don't know whether it's Zach Greinke, you know, if they want to bring him in, if they can, you know, if they can, you know, if they feel like they can get something out of Zach Greinke, or whether it's Michael Walker, or whether it's Joe Ross, who you and I talked about uh, last week, or you know, whatever it is, uh, you know, one more guy to come in and compete for that number five spot, uh, to me, would just solidify it. Yeah, and, and tell me that the you know they they've done everything that they possibly can, even if they don't sign another pitcher for the you know to compete for that spot. It's still been a really good off season. I I I don't think that that's being a homer to say that. I mean, if and I, the if reason I, just... I don't think it's being a homer is because I'm reading a, a national article here which is ranking the Padres as having one of the best off seasons. Let's put the other signings aside. If I had told you at the end of. When the Padres lost that last game to Philly, and I told you the following day, hey, you know the Padres are going to sign Xander Bogarts. He's going to be a part of the 2023 roster. My first thought would have been, what in the world are you thinking? <laughs> but, but, I mean, that's the kind of talent that they have now. And so we'll, uh, 
we'll have to sit back and obviously the games have to be played, but the Padres are are in pretty good position. They're feeling pretty good, so I'm I'm pretty pleased. And I'm I'm happy to have Craig Stammen around too. Yeah. Uh Craig Stammen still is a guy that uh is a Swiss Army knife type of guy. Do all kinds of different things for you. Long relief, short relief, you know, pitching a blowout, coming I mean, in by- get a key out in a close game, whatever you need. Stammen's a veteran presence. Everybody looks up to Stammen. They like him. He, he, he's by, like another coach out there in the bullpen, if you ask me. By the way, them the Padres signing him means that they believe he's healthy. Remember, season ended last year. He wasn't healthy. That's why he wasn't on any of the rosters. That's why he didn't participate in the playoffs. Uh, he will be healthy this year. Now, how much he has to give, I think we'll we'll see. Well, look, <laughs> would you rather have this Padre roster going into a season. Yes, I don't even or need to hear who. Pretty much <laughs> any other Padre roster ever yes. put together. Yes, I think you'd rather have this one. So uh, pleased with the addition of Nelson Cruz. It can only be a good thing. Uh, we'll take a break here. Come back when we return. The Los Angeles Lakers are starting to pick things up a little bit, uh, despite a loss the other night. Didn't they lose one the other night? They lost to Denver. They lost to Denver, and everyone's losing to Denver right now. Right. But, uh, Anthony Davis is supposedly going to be coming back soon. We'll find out how soon. Uh, LeBron James is playing at a tremendously high level. Lakers recently won five straight. They're right in the middle of the mix in that uh, Western Conference playoff race. We'll talk some basketball and Lakers with Mike Bresnahan of Spectrum Sportsnet LA when we come back. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. This hour on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Pfizer and BioNTech. This winter, there are new COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against recent Omicron variants. 
If it's been at least two months since your primary series or original booster, schedule your updated COVID-19 booster dose at vaccine.gov, sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. You guys ever had a read and, like, a belch is, like, creeping up and you're, like, you're trying to keep it down while you continue your your I would never admit a belch. Well, I, said, I mean, I said, you, you've done it on the air. <laughs> I wouldn't admit to it, though. <laughs> I said I wouldn't admit to it. I said I wouldn't do okay, it. fine, fine, fine. Fair enough. Uh, hey, did you see uh, John Morant last night? Once again, throwing down one of those unbelievable highlight, beyond highlight reel dunks. He, he threw it down on the Spurs, Jacob Podol, the center. Yeah, he didn't get the memo, apparently. That's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess earlier this year, uh, John Morant threw down a dunk on the same center for the Spurs, and then the matchup last night, he did it to him again. And Yeah, they asked him about it after the game. He said, yeah, apparently he didn't get the memo. I don't. I'm glad that he. I'm glad that he finally, you know, that he dunked on it because John Morant also leads all of sports with almost highlights. Like where he he it's a poster waiting to happen, but he like misses the dunk. He's oh. got about six or seven of those. Uh, that are, he didn't that are, miss that one. Yeah, he he buried that one. Missed one last night. But what I was going to ask you, uh, if you were Jacob Podol, who ends up uh, on the poster, as it were, what is he supposed to do? I mean, if he runs out of the way, his coach is going to take him right out of the game. I can tell you what. what I mean, like the, Bill Lambeer would have grabbed John Morant and threw him down through the floor. Yeah, I mean, that is. I don't is, think John Morant wanted that to happen. No, I mean, listen, uh, that is that is the basketball I grew up playing. If, if you're. You got You had to almost catch somebody slipping because if they knew you were about to get, they're about to get ducked on. No, you weren't just, completing that dunk. No, they would have just fouled you yeah. so hard you'd have no chance. But right, right. Jacob Poto went up, tried to block it, and by what's the he way, supposed it, to do? By this the guy's way, it, skying it, through the air, it wasn't a, in there. It wasn't a great attempt by Poto, by the way. In it was half hearted. <laughs> his heart wasn't all the way in it. I don't blame because uh, if I was him, I probably would have moved on out of the way. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get to our next guest joining us on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline, Mike Bresnahan, Spectrum Sportsnet LA. Mike, it's been a little bit of time, man. How are you? Hey, how you been? Good to hear from you guys. Uh, fighting some L.A. traffic as I head to the game tonight. So, oh, uh, oh, well, he should, we should be able to keep him on for a couple of hours. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, so, let's, talk a little bit about, let's talk a little bit about Anthony Davis because uh, it sounds like Things are, are shaping the right direction or are moving in the right direction for his foot. Sounds like he was back at practice a little bit today from what I read. Yeah, he's starting to starting to ramp up a little bit. Still doing a lot of individual work off to the side. You know, you're talking like uh, set shots, uh, you know, some, some stuff in the pool. Uh, you know, just nothing too crazy, but some weight work. The good news is he's ramping up, and it, it might be a deliberate incremental process but um all is good because they've managed to weather the storm without him you know he played uh, over a dozen games and they're they're right around 500 without him uh, he was playing so well when he got hurt you know they're just dying to have him back and hopefully that's uh, by the end of the month or so mike uh, who is thomas bryant and what is he doing starring for the los angeles <laughs> lakers right now <laughs> great question i mean this is a guy who was originally drafted by the Lakers several years ago and, uh, you know, ended up being a, a decent player with Washington. 
and then he tore his his knee up, uh, torn ACL. That's going to derail a lot of careers, including his, unfortunately. And now he's just dominating. I mean, his last few weeks, you know, we, we, we look at it on the air all the time, and we're like, how is this happening? This guy who is on a veteran's minimum salary, keeping the Lakers afloat with his work down low. And when they signed him six months ago, remember we were on the air talking with the big game James and the guys, and it's like, you know, he's a good shooter. You know, he'll help space the floor, hit some threes, good mid-range, you know, that type of thing. Uh, he's done a lot more than that. He's actually dominant in the paint, shooting like 70% uh, down low, which is just crazy, almost Shaq-like numbers for guys who the last two years played only a games while recovering from this torn ACL. Mike Bresnahan joins us, Spectrum Sportsnet LA, here on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline. And Mike... You know, this season could be broke down in in a couple different ways, right? You got LeBron chasing his scoring title or the scoring title and and continuing to play at a high level at at his age. You got Anthony Davis, who was playing at an MVP level. He goes down. Uh, But it's really, you mentioned Thomas Bryant. There's been a a few guys who aren't uh, stars on in the NBA that have really contributed. Austin Reeves, Lonnie Walker, the fourth, both hurt right now. What is the prognosis on those guys? And just talk a little bit about... Uh, their play this season so far? Yeah, good question. It was only going to be uh, probably like a uh, two-week type of thing for those guys, two weeks and then reassess. They're about a week into it. You're talking about some core players who have really had to jump up their game and have. And, and it's it's funny because Austin Reeves, big fan favorite, uh, second-year player, undrafted. Uh, you know, Lakers said, hey, why don't you come play summer league for us? He's like, all right, I got nothing better to do. And he has absolutely turned his first two years in the NBA into a fun experience for himself and for Laker fans. And then Lonnie Walker, the fourth, the big, uh, you know, the Lakers are very strapped uh, by the salary cap. So he was their big free agent purchase last summer. They signed him to a one-year deal uh, out of San Antonio. He has exceeded just about everyone's expectations. His, his vertical Kind of reminds me of yours, Tony. It's just like a 42-inch bird. Um, maybe he's in the dunk contest in a month in, in Utah during All-Star Weekend. We'll, we'll have to see. But he is just really impressed as well. But without both those guys, the Lakers really are shorthanded. Uh, they, they finished the game the other night uh, in Denver down six guys. I, I imagine a couple of those guys will be back tonight, including one LeBron James, just in time for the big game against uh, Dallas. Yes, Dallas Mavericks coming to us, uh, not Staples Center, uh, Crypto.com. I, I still make that mistake, and it's been yeah. here. It's okay. uh, it's a, yeah, right, we're all all the way into January. Yes, but uh, Luka Doncic and the uh, Mavericks come in tonight. I want to ask you about Russell Westbrook, because it doesn't seem like we've heard much about Russell Westbrook this year, and I don't think that's fair, because last year he played poorly, and all he did was get criticized. This year, he's playing very well, and nobody seems to be mentioning it. Uh, I'm sure you guys are talking about it on the pre- and post-games, but why is Westbrook not getting a little credit for a nice bounce back this year and coming off the bench to boot? You know, that's a really fair question. I think Laker fans really uh, gave him a hard time last season. They expected, you know, a championship. Uh, we got we got Westbrook. This guy's a, a future Hall of Famer. When in reality, he really had to figure out how to blend in with guys like LeBron and AD. I think it was a brilliant move by, by the new Laker coach, Darvin Ham, this year uh, to say, hey, Russ, let's try to bring you off the bench. And it's worked. 
and, and Russ has been great, and he's probably going to win the Sixth Man of the Year award. I was looking at the odds the other day. He is the favorite in Vegas right now to take home that, that hardware. Is it what he wanted? Probably not. You know, he didn't picture that when he signed with the Lakers a couple years ago. Um, you know, it's, it's been a, a surreal journey, but I think he's in a good spot, and I think his coach is in a good spot. Maybe people just don't get that, that excited about reserves, which is unusual because without Lamar Odom, the Lakers do not win championships back in 2009 yeah. and 2010, even before that. We all know how great the uh, the vets were on the Laker teams with Shaq and Kobe that won back-to-back-to-back. You know, you're talking Brian Shaw, Robert Ory, all those guys were kind of, and Rick Fox, all those guys were kind of kind of part-time starters. Um, so, you know, I'm a little surprised that Russ is not getting more positivity because you're absolutely right. He has done everything that's asked of him. And indeed, uh, like I said, probably sixth man of the year on the Lakers this year. Mike Bresnahan with us talking some Laker, Laker base, bat baseball, Laker basketball. Uh, Mike, I, I want to ask you about the head coach, Darvin Ham. You know, the Lakers organization showed a lot of faith in him, bringing him in as the head coach. And, you know, from a, a fan standpoint, I think he's answered all the, the questions that uh, you had about him. He's been able to get the likes of a Russell Westbrook to accept a, a bench role, and he's thrived in it. He seems like uh, these guys seem like they enjoy playing for him. And just talk about his impact on this ball club a little bit. Man, it's like you're the Laker insider of Spectrum Sportsnet, not me. <laughs> I mean, you nailed it. I mean, you're absolutely right. The players love playing for this guy, uh, and he kind of he was a Laker assistant a little over ten years ago. I got to know him a little bit back then, but then he started making his name as an NBA assistant in other places. You know, namely in Milwaukee, where he was. I don't want to say the Giannis whisperer, but he and Giannis were very tight, and Darvin was definitely a big part of that Bucks championship. And now here he is with the Lakers pushing all the right buttons, and it's not been easy for him. This is going to be their 42nd game of the year, and they've had a different starting lineup in at least half of those games because of all the injuries. And, yeah, you say, okay, they're 11th place in the West. That is not where the Lakers want to be in any year ever. They want championships, as we all know. But Darvin's been the guy to navigate all these injuries, all these all these little situations, and, and he's making the most of it. And when they do get Anthony Davis back healthy, I don't think you want to play against them in the first round if the Lakers are, say, the sixth seed or the fifth seed, because you have a feeling that they're going to be going pretty strong uh, into, uh, into April. There are going to be a lot of teams in that situation in the Western Conference. They were talking about that the other night. I mean, uh, not only could the Lakers be in a 6-7-8 spot in the postseason, but so could Phoenix, so could Golden State. I mean, it's going to be yeah. really, really interesting come playoff time. Mike Bresnahan, Spectrum Sportsnet, L.A. is our guest. Uh, Mike, uh, LeBron James and and his desire – uh, whether, you know, he's, he's certainly not demanding it, but I, I think everybody knows it's his desire to maybe trade some of these future draft picks and try to get some help right now. Rather than discussing that desire, let me ask you, as somebody watching this ball club, if the Lakers were to part with some future picks for some additional talent right now, where would they be wisest to spend that in terms of what kind of players should they bring in? Yeah, that's a great question. Trade deadline is exactly four weeks from today. A lot of uh, rumors will be floating around between now and then. Obviously, that's the way it goes when you're uh, around the Laker franchise. I think they need two types of players. They need a shooter, which is pretty evident. Three-point shooting has not been their strong suit this season. It's improved since their 2-10 and 10 start, 
but uh, still, they can use another guy who can who can hit threes. Um, and also a defensive-minded wing, uh, something like a Jay Crowder, who, who's in a weird situation with Phoenix. He hasn't played at all this season. Maybe you can get a, a tough defender who can stick a few threes here and there for like a second-round draft pick. I, I'm not sure the Lakers are going to use one of their precious first-round draft picks in 2027 or 2029. So I think they felt like they, they were starting to make some progress with a, a healthy AD, Russell Westbrook uh, coming off the bench and looking good. So I, I think that they might try to get away with, with peddling a, a future second-round draft pick. And by the way, one last thing to keep in mind about the trade deadline, Lakers want to be careful about what type of salary they bring back. Why is that? In six months, they're going to have about $35 million they can spend mm. towards next season in, in the free agency uh, market. So if you take back someone's salary, like a Bojan Bogdanovic, very good shooter, uh, he's got two more years left on his contract at about $19.5 million a year. That will cut into that, that 19 and a half will cut it into that $35 million immediately, and the Lakers will have less to spend on free agents, like I said, in about six months. So they got to be really careful, dancing a, a, fine, a fine line here. Uh, you, you want to get some players in here, but you don't want to cut too far into that free agency pool that can get you an absolute top-rate player. Uh, in the month of July. Yeah, it's uh, chess, not checkers, as they like to say. Mike, appreciate you coming on, discussing uh, some Laker basketball with us. All right, guys, anytime. Always good to hear from you. Mike Bresnahan there on Spectrum from Spectrum Sportsnet LA on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. Lakers in action on national TV. TNT against. I can't believe they they chose them for a national <laughs> TV game. That's can you? I, yeah, I can. Yeah, I mean, me too. Uh, Luka Doncic is averaging thirty four points a game right now. That is that's uh, that that has that's to lead. Crazy. It, it, to lead. Okay. it leads the league. Uh, the Lakers, uh, you know, th- this is a nice little potential stretch for them. Although there's really no gimmies in the NBA right now, uh, but seven of their next eight home. Uh, which includes one of those home games against the Clippers, but uh, they're home for you know really the next two and a half weeks. Yeah, uh, they've got Houston coming in, they've got San Antonio coming in, Seventy uh, Sixers coming in, and then they've got some other pretty good teams coming in like Philadelphia, Sacramento's. They're the shocker of the NBA right now. The Sacramento seed, I think, right now number four, number four seed moved all the way up to number four with a win last night. People are talking about the Kings. I mean, Mike Brown, the old uh, USD guy who was the uh, former Lakers coach of the coach. Cleveland Cavaliers and the Lakers. Mike Brown's got to be in the front front of the line for coach of the year in the yeah. NBA. The yeah. Sacramento Kings, I heard this last night, Tony. They have gone the longest of any of the four major sports without making the playoffs. Yes. That's in, so I don't know when the last time the Sacramento Kings made the playoffs is, but nobody in baseball has had a longer drought. No one in football. It's been a while. Hockey. Yeah. So the Sacramento Kings are Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. one of the real surprising teams in all of sports. Hold on. Aaron Lewis just ran <laughs> in the studio. That? I didn't know who sang that, but it's stained. It's stained. It's been a while. Was that a song? That popped in oh, my head. Yeah, when you oh, said you didn't that. even know it, Chris? I did not know. Oh, we're going to find it before this hour is over. <laughs> we're going to find it. I don't it. know why that popped into my head. Yeah, but not only is the Laker game on national TV tonight, but also Sunday and Monday, Tony, just in case you were wondering. Oh, good. And next Friday. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I mean, pretty much every one of their games is it's, on national it's funny. TV. I pulled up their schedule, and it says TNT, MBTV, NBA TV, NBA TV, ESPN, TNT, ABC, 
Yeah, oh, they, yeah. they get it's it just all. one after another. Lakers, Chris, hold Lakers, on. Lakers. <laughs> That's what Tony was doing. Oh, that was very good, Tony. Yeah. You sound just like this guy. I know. I know. Oh, I don't know how that popped into my head. I don't know. Stained? Great band. Is it? Back in the day. Back in the day. Okay. He's, I'm he's, sure some, some roommates might have been playing it when I was at, oh, yeah. at, at oh, State yeah. or something. I just wanted to tell you, Tony, that the Lakers from now to the <laughs> this end This is of like the I season, have no idea. Well, I can't comment on music I know nothing about, unfortunately. <laughs> they got a lot of national televised 21 games. 21 national televised games between now and the end of the season. My Chicago Bulls have four. You know, and it, maybe they don't deserve any more than four. DeRozan just got hurt and uh, is not playing right now, so the Bulls could be in for some real trouble in the next month or so. I uh, this is good for me because I will be in Arizona without a lot of access to you these won't games. Have your so access to your the national TV stuff. games are you're going to need those. Need that. I'm gonna you're need need those. those. All right, uh, NBA rolling along. You know, I. It's an interesting season because, like I said... You know who else is in that... Uh, you, you mentioned um, Mike Brown at the top of that. Uh, is it, I think it's Green for the Pelicans. The head coach for the Pelicans has got to yeah. be in the conversation for that as well. But I think the Pelicans have some a lot more talent than Sacramento apparently does. Uh, Sacramento right now is fourth in the West. New Orleans is third. Uh, the thing that's interesting is, is what I was telling to Mike Bresnahan... Right now, the Suns, Warriors, Lakers, Clippers, those are four of, on paper, the best teams in the Western Conference. They're right now the 6, 7, 9, and 11 teams. My point being, they could all be playing the top one or two seeds in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. So if you're Denver... You could have or, a bonkers first round. You could first have round, an yeah. incredible first round between Denver and and a healthy Golden State team yeah. in the very first round. And that would be a little unfortunate for Denver because, <laughs> it would be. I mean, they're having a great season. And, and can you imagine having to play the defending NBA champs in the first round? It's not, back not and, ideal. No. Not so ideal. it's, you know, it's shaping up as a as a really now, fun uh, uh, playoff season. And that's still a couple months Right. I'm about to say, in course. between now and then, a lot can happen. Uh, sure. Especially with a veteran late team like Golden State, injuries, things like that. But you're right. If everything is equal and everybody's healthy, it's not necessarily uh, a, a great matchup. No, not if you're number, number one seed, you're usually going to get to pick on kind of an easy foe in the first round. Don't think that's going to happen no. for the Denver Nuggets this year or the Memphis Grizzlies or whoever finishes atop the West. Um, and it is crazy because from the three spot down to the Lakers at the 11 spot, Was it's it only a five-and-a-half five game spread. Five games. Five-and-a-half game spread, and there's 30 teams in there. So wow. every time you win or lose a couple, you jump up or down in the standings in the uh, in the West. The East is pretty tight too, but East is a little more top heavy. Don't care as much heavy. about the East. I mean, it's Boston's a more top way heavy. up there, and yeah. Brooklyn, Milwaukee, and then everybody else is kind of chasing those three. Yeah. So, agreed. Right. Good NBA conversation there. Indeed. All right, let's uh, step away. Get to break. When we come back, you guys got. You haven't, we haven't heard a whole lot from our man today. It was probably because he's sore and a little tired from no, doing eighteen. Catching up on work. Oh, he's, he's working during work. How about that? <laughs> Daily Gambit. Oh, speaking to the guy who watches the uh, corporate videos during the show. <laughs> oh, that was mandatory, so I didn't have a choice. <laughs> Gwen and Chris. More Gwen and Chris on the way. 
celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles. And Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.